You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. You know, I was talking with an employee today and she's working on skill development in, um, in some, some things that are like outside of her comfort zone. She, she never really formally done it before. It's like, I'm learning, I'm learning. I've been learning for three months ago. You need to just create a deadline, like, and, and finish the project. The project doesn't have to be used for anything. You know, it's not necessarily going on our website, but pick a date and then, then you know what you have. And that's hard, it, it, particularly in companies that don't have a culture. There's a, we'll, we'll handle that later, or we'll talk offline, or we'll follow up, or we'll circle back. And there's anti-deadline culture. Um, we try to embrace that and say, hey, pick a time, pick a date, tell me what you're going to do. And I'm the leader, but I'm going to let you decide what the parameters are, what the deadline is, everything. Because I don't need to micromanage this for you. And cause more stress and anxiety and overwhelming feelings. You pick it and that way you at least know when you got to get it done. Yeah. That's so powerful. It makes me think about how accountability works and when I realized how accountability works this also um shifted something a lot for me. I used to think that accountability was someone else holding you to something, which it kind of is in the way we talk about it colloquially, right? Like you're you're accountable to someone else or to this thing that someone else has said you have to get done. But really what's happening is you're thinking something about that person or about that deadline that you don't give yourself the privilege to think about your own deadlines. And yeah. all that has to happen is you just have to start thinking those same thoughts. So if I'm thinking, well, Sanger said I have to be here at 10 o'clock. I don't want to miss it. I could think, well, Sarah said I have to be here at 10 o'clock and I don't want to miss it. Uh, so change it from the, from someone else's expectation of myself to my expectation of myself. Right. And, and the only difference is really, we're just thinking like, I, um, it doesn't really matter whether I do it or not. Oh, who cares? Instead of, no, yeah. it really matters. And you can just decide, oh, it really matters. The same as it really matters that I meet someone else's deadline. So what causes the resistance, um, in that, you know, some people, I, I imagine there's a little bit of pushback. Because people say, well, I, but we're a lot more uh, forgiving of ourselves than we are to other people, right? If, if um, I, I, in my head, I think, oh, these people who are relying on me, I've missed a deadline. They're going to crucify me. They're going to hate me. They're going to think I'm bad at my job. I'm a bad leader. I set a deadline for myself that nobody knows about and I miss it and nobody still knows about it. Eh, okay, we'll get him next time, man. What, yeah. what causes that difference? Yeah, it's simply the fact that you've got a pattern of thinking around the way that you see yourself and, and your goals. Yeah, it's true, of course, like it doesn't really matter this time. But what does that say about who you are and who you're becoming? Like one of my favorite thoughts that motivates me is I want to be the kind of person who always does what she says she's going to do. Not because mm -hmm. it matters in itself, but because when I become someone who is that person, 
I'm going to hit every goal that I ever set. And that's what matters to me. I want to be the kind of person who, even though this is a silly thing, like it's really common advice to hear, like make your bed, you know, that's really good. Like, I don't think making your bed means anything. I don't think it's going to define whether you're successful or not. But if you say you're going to make your bed and you don't do it, that's what starts to erode away at your self-confidence and your belief that you can do the things you say you're going to do. So if you yeah, for sure. say you're going to do something, then do it because it's going to build up that uh, sense of self-trust and then don't just do it, but acknowledge that you did it. Hey, I did that thing that I said I was going to do. I'm someone who does the things I say I'm going to do. Yeah. It, in a lot of ways, confidence comes from repeatedly meeting the expectations we set for ourselves, right? It, in situations that, that stimulate the um, environment that we're training for. So I want to get really confident that I'm going to succeed in a sales meeting or something. Well, if I've practiced enough and done well enough and proven to myself in this training environment and practice, I know that I'm going to, I'm going to be confident going into game time. Um, so that makes sense, right? That we can, if we are not, if we're failing and not living up to our word to ourselves, we're not going to have very much confidence. Just like if we had a friend who never did what they said they would do, we're going to stop relying on that friend. <laughs> Right. And so we're going to stop relying on ourselves if we become that friend to ourselves who doesn't do what he or she says they're going to do. Thanks for making the great decision to listen into this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.